Not Nerd Podcast, Episode 147, Not Business Podcast. Welcome to the Not Nerd Podcast. I am Nate Heath, and we are here to help you tech better. We have some great tips this week. We've got some big stories, some breaking news that we just heard this morning as we're recording this. Uh, all kinds of fun stuff. Here with me, as always, Mr. Dave Baylor. Well, hello there, Nate. Hello. It, it's been a busy day. We've had a full day of work already, Whoosh, and it's man. not even lunchtime yet. Yes. Well, let's move on to some follow-up. Uh, we talked last week about iOS 12, the Siri shortcuts thing. Mm-hmm. Dave, were you able to go find any shortcuts this week? Well, it may be the one that you uh, did already. It's the Send ETA. Does that, oh, yeah. Is that yeah. one you talked about? I tried that out, and it worked pretty well. And there was another one. Let me bring it up real quick. Speak the text of a page. What I like to do sometimes is bring up an article on a website, on my phone or whatever. And then I just want Siri or the voice or whatever mm. to speak the content so I can wash dishes or do whatever. It's kind of like a pseudo podcast, yes, right? It's yeah. going to read the article. And so there are a variety of ways to make this happen. But I thought if I could just say, speak the text of this page, it would be much easier. So I've had mixed results. It kind of depends on how the website's configured. But, you know, that's what I've been playing around with. What about you? Well, I started to get into this, and I dug into – there's a whole subreddit on Reddit called yeah. Shortcuts and uh, some other articles I read through and stuff. So I found all these people are building them, and you can share them. Yeah. Now, word of warning. This is like the Wild West. Yes. Be careful because look through what's in there because they could say, and send so-and-so my credit card information. Right. There's a lot of security built in. Yeah. Um, the home ETA, and I modified it, so it puts a little heart and <laughs> oh, says geez. love you. And oh, you nice. Nice. Uh, yes. So you can modify them as well. And to remind the people, the home ETA is you say, send my ETA and it will send how long it's going to take you to get home to yes. your loved one it'll or whoever. Go into maps, yeah. find the time. No matter where you are, it'll calculate yes. it. Um, so, and another a pro tip to have Siri do that, you need to go into the settings app and go into Siri and shortcut or whatever that the Siri settings. Yeah. And you, then you can create the phrase so then you can trigger it. So I'm going to attempt a couple of the okay. ones that I got. Wow. I'm excited to hear these. Uh, hey, Siri, run Lumos. Now did oh okay, I was gonna say did all the lights on your at your house turn on? But no, no the the light on your phone turned on and yes. blinded me. So Which, thank you for that. It's easy to turn on the flashlight. Hey Siri, <laughs> run Knox. Running your shortcut done. So oh, that turns it off. Wow. Yeah. So Harry Potter. My yeah. wife is a huge Harry Potter fan, so that was for her. Now the other one, I'm going to see if this one will work. Hey Siri, run song checker. Running your shortcut. Shortcut says this is not Sandstorm by Darude. Playing Sandstorm by Darude. So that's the song that was playing on music. So it will check whatever you are playing, and then it will. If it's not Darude Sandstorm, it'll open Darude Sandstorm and start playing it for you. <laughs> Is this a band? I've not even heard of Darude Sandstorm. You have heard Darude Sandstorm. It was part of the Friday playlist at Dr. Bot. I don't remember. It's a very famous techno song. Okay. That has a special place in many people's hearts. All I remember is 
Everybody's working for the weekend. Nice. Like every Friday, that song would play. What people don't see is me doing the robot <laughs> yes. as we're listening to this song. A lot of people are building these. I was thinking about it. I was like, if your kids like has an interest in programming and stuff, mm-hmm. these shortcuts are it's such practical program. Now, Darude Sandstorm, you might not think that's the most practical. <laughs> so there is another one that I found that say cheese that you just do that and it'll just take a picture right away huh. uh, and so there's some really cool ones um the i'll put a link obviously to an article about it that has the reddit link as well you can go see and all these people are just creating them and sharing them they're having contests on there to see uh which ones are good you know log my weight download youtube videos yeah, automatically i have one log my waters when i looked at uh, videos to yifs another great one there's a do not disturb until i leave Hmm. So if you get to the movie theater, you just press that. You're not going to get any dis- – or going into a meeting. And then it'll take um, your location. And once you leave that premises, it'll turn Do Not Disturb off. Yes. Very and, cool. Uh, yeah. So there's some great ones. Uh, there's a nice one, Toggle Connectivity, which will then just bring up like your setting. So I really – again, I'm going to say it. They're, the potential here on these series shortcuts, it's game-changing. I mean, yeah. just the functionality and if people understand what they're able to do with it. And, and I still think people. people with accessibility issues, I mean, they can do anything now. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. They program this and they can do anything they want. Yes. So, so, so there's some very intense ones. Uh, another piece of follow-up, we've talked about the tile trackers mm-hmm. and the tracker trackers. These are these little Bluetooth things you put on your keychain or attach to something. I wish I had one on my Kindle Paperwhite, which is still missing. <sighs> Well, I should go and have a, uh, a website that says David's com. Has it been found with a big yes or no? Yes. <laughs> and every day it just says no, no until I can find the thing. Uh, so we liked the tiles. We switched over to the trackers because it had replaceable battery. Yeah. Well, Tile, the company Tile, has just announced they're going to have replaceable batteries, which I think they're about a year too late because, like we did, yeah. most people have switched over to trackers instead. I just the- threw away three tiles the other day because you couldn't replace the battery. Right. And the trackers are about half the price. I just got a coupon the other day. It's you buy one, it's 60% off. You buy three or more, it's like 40% off. So regardless of how many you buy, they're about 10 bucks a piece. Yeah. And like, they're about 22 or $25 for the tile. You can find deals. Yes. And they will offer you coupons to replace the expired ones. Yeah. But, but now that you can replace the batteries, I think it's a much more value. I would rather pay $25 for the tile and replace the battery because I think that they're a better product than a yes. tracker. It's just that I don't want to buy one every yeah. 12 months. And they've improved the, like the sound that's louder now. And they've, so they've upgraded all their products. They also have, if you're the laziest person on the planet, they have a premium service where I think you pay $30 a year and they'll send you a new battery every yeah. year, which is. Well, and the, and the tracker, it'll detect when your battery is low and it says you want a, a battery yeah. and it's, I've gotten like five free batteries. They say they're $8, but they send them for free. That's nice. I don't know why they keep doing that. Magic. Yeah. Um, this one, I was like, wait, who, why are we posting this story? So yeah. Apple actually acquired the service Shazam. A long the time one ago. That'll, uh, so it finally went through. So back on episode 105 of the podcast, so 40 episodes ago, we reported on this. And then they finally just, it's been finalized and Apple kind of made the announcement. We purchased them. We're going to start integrating this with our services. So right. Shazam, if you don't remember, it's the one where they where you can open the app and it will detect which song is playing mm-hmm. around you and give you information on 
on that. But having to tie in with Apple Music, I think it ties in with other services as well. So yeah, that was December of last year. It was first announced it was going to happen, and now it finally happened. So welcome to the world of big business. Yes, takes months. Uh, speaking of big business, it's time for Dave's Pro Tip of the Week. Now, Nate, you posted this, and the origin of this is that you were interested in finding a way to crop a video. Well, I actually, I had a third-party app that I was going to make my pick of the week this week, and I went to look it up and get some more information that I had used previously to crop videos. Mm-hmm. And when we're thinking on an iOS device. Yes. On my iPhone, I shoot a video. I want to crop it down because there's something just that needs to be out of the frame yeah. or I want to zoom in a little bit, make yeah. it closer for whatever reason. And so I look, I Google it and I'm reading through and Hey, you can do it within iMovie on iOS, the built-in where you're already, you know, the built-in Apple player. So you don't have to have a third party app that might not be supported forever. Now, if you have an iPhone or an iPad, you need to run, don't walk and go out and, and get iMovie. Like, why are you not using iMovie for all your stuff? Yeah. It's so easy to use. It's pretty powerful. It famously does not do watermarks, which if it did, would be great. But, you know. It can do picture-in-picture picture video, but it can't put a picture on top of a video, yeah. which is so backwards that you can have two 4K videos playing at the same time, yeah. but you cannot have a picture overlaid. So like when we want to put the Not Nerd logo on our videos, you cannot do that. Yeah. It's very Come weird. movie. Yeah. So, I mean, but for most people, it's got exactly what you need to create a quick edited video. Now, I uh, was in the Apple store, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago when they announced the first... Uh, the new iPhones and I was in there and you said, Hey, show me all the different cases. And so I have a video here of all the wonderful iPhone 10 S max cases that were available for doing that. Yeah. And so I'm going to use that as my sample. And so imagine it, if you will, my little timeline, all you have to do, it couldn't be simpler, although it's kind of hidden is you click the video in your timeline to highlight it. Mm -hmm. And magically in the preview window, a little, uh, magnifying glass yes. with a plus symbol in it appears. And you think, well, what does a magnifying glass with a plus symbol represent? Usually zooming in. So you click that, and it just basically says, pinch to zoom video. The, the The icon does nothing other than alert you. But once you have a clip selected in your timeline, you merely pinch and uh, zoom the video and position it wherever you want it to be. And iMovie will automatically and immediately crop the video, just like you're adjusting a picture. That's amazing. And then, of course, you can hit done and save it, and there's your cropped video. So it's per clip in your timeline. You just tap the video, zoom and pinch, pinch and zoom, good to go. Could not be easier. Any more to add on that, Nate? No, I was just playing with the picture-in-picture, but we'll save that for another week because it's time to move on to our takes. Uh, Breaking news, I teased it earlier. Just this morning, uh, we're recording October 2nd, 2018. Mm -hmm. Amazon has announced – the headline's kind of funny, or the way I wrote it at least. Amazon – Going to pay all employees $15 an hour. Now, I think there's some employees that make more than $15 (laughs) an hour. Yeah, the Uh, CFO is like, what is this news? I'm going down to minimum wage. Uh, So this is 
again, disclaimer, we are the most nonpartisan tech podcast on the interwebs. Uh, we try not to dive into the partisan politics. Right. Um, but this $15 an hour has been, I don't know where it came from, this magical minimum wage number. I saw it was referenced in the article and where I saw the link that they're raising to $15 an hour from seven twenty five. Uh, so it's more than double. Well, seven twenty five is the federal minimum wage. Yeah, in Washington, it's like twelve dollars ten seventy five in Oregon. Yeah, it so they're not doubling. Yeah, and you have to keep in mind that different areas of the country have different economic positions, and so to make fifteen dollars in the Midwest would be huge. Yes, to make fifteen dollars in New York City is like. Give me a break. I can't pay a toll for $15. Exactly. And uh, apparently they have a very competitive – I've actually been getting emails and text messages that Amazon's hiring in Portland. I think they have a new Mm. distribution Are you looking for a new job? I am not at all, but they think I am, Uh, but for the holidays. Mm. um, But yeah, the $15 an hour – Part of the thing that I thought about was the fact that for small businesses that can't afford to pay employees $15 an hour, it's going to be real tough. And Amazon's already had a pretty big Mm -hmm. impact on small businesses. Yeah. But uh, Jeff Bezos, that's a pretty bold move because that is one thing that a lot of people, you know, in their warehouses, the horrible working conditions and they're not making any money. And so now with this, if they're making $15 an hour and have these competitive benefit packages, that's a pretty uh, good place to work, maybe. What are we going to complain about Amazon next? Who knows? Just the fact they're taking over the world. Yes. Uh, speaking of big business, our buddy Elon Musk. Oh, man, this guy. Uh, so we had talked before about he had sent out a tweet saying that um, Amazon, or Amazon, not <laughs> Amazon, that Tesla was going to go private at $420 a share, Yeah. Uh, which was not the truth. He had been in talks about possibly doing that, but it... Hugely it was affect a, the a joke is stock price. Basically and, what it's supposed yes. to be. And so the SEC, Securities and Exchange Commission, they fined him, I believe, 20, 20. million mm-hmm. and Tesla 20 million. Yeah, a total of 40. And then he was forced to step down as the chairman of Tesla. He's still the CEO. Yeah. And it's he's not, just not like the he's chairman of the make board any anymore. less money or anything. Although but. he could be fired by the board now that he's not the chairman. Yeah, I, I think suppose. they had to add some new people to the board as well yeah. to give it a little more balance. And I think he has a person, a social media advisor between him and the internet. And I've heard this talked about a lot on other podcasts, and I kind of believe it is that some people like Elon Musk, they get this perception that Twitter is this tool where it's just me talking to some of my friends and et cetera. We're just having a good time and we're just poking things back and forth. But the world at large sees it as like a news outlet. Like this is an editorial page on the New York times type of thing. And so you can post these things from a position of, you know, humor or whatever, but they get interpreted by the masses as a huge news story. And it can really widely affect uh, investors and all these things. And you just don't go there sometimes. No. You're just like, oh, I'm going to say this thing, and I think it's clever. But if you're in a position of power or – A you, chairman and CEO <laughs> of a large business. Then you need to kind of have a filter between you and this kind of jokey thing. Yeah. Like maybe send a text message to your closest friends in a group chat or something like that. That can't be misinterpreted by millions of investors maybe. I yeah. don't know. But I, but I understand where he's coming from. Hey, I'm just having a good time. This is funny. Ha, ha, ha. But the repercussions are just huge. They're cumulative yes. the bigger you are. So yep. S- something to keep in mind for all of you CEOs out there who are listening to our podcast. 
Well, apparently this is the uh, Not Business podcast this week. Another story that came out, the founders of Instagram, which was famously purchased by Facebook and has For grown like a like billion crazy. dollars or something like that. Uh, the two founders, they have left Facebook. They were kind of... They were in charge of Instagram. Yeah. Um, again, this is looking at the dynamics of Facebook, which is a huge business, and Mark Zuckerberg versus mm-hmm. these guys. Uh, these guys created a great service, but uh, Facebook's in the business of making a lot of money, so they're but, getting paid. They're going to be okay. Yeah, but the service is fundamentally changing and has been changing slowly over the years to be a more monetized, more mm-hmm. social platform, it's kind of moved away from the trajectory that the founders had intended, where this is a nice place to share your pictures and have a good time. And now it's like all about algorithms and advertising and sharing and video. And so it's kind of really moved pretty far away from what the intent was. And I think these founders just had enough of it and they're like, uh, we're out of here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and they, uh, one of the articles I was looking at was talking about the fact that they found, like you're saying, this fun service. They're not CEOs. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg yeah. is a CEO, whether you like him or not. They're not in the position to run a business. It's kind of like the show Silicon Valley that it was mm. my pick of the week on HBO. You know, this guy, he's this genius uh, coder and creates up with this algorithm that's amazing and stuff. But you see some of the problems when a person like that is trying to run a large business yeah. and there's just, if it's not a good fit and they felt like it wasn't a good fit to stay at Facebook anymore. Mm-hmm. Same thing with the WhatsApp guy, the guy that started WhatsApp that Facebook also bought. Yeah. It's just like, okay, I'm, I'm kind of done. I'm leaving some money on the table, but this just isn't where I want to be It's kind of like anymore. the Peter principle where you are promoted into obscurity. You're a really good salesman. And then it's like, oh, well, you should be a manager of salesmen and you should be the CEO of a company because you could do sales. Well, your core competency is long far behind you. And so these guys' core competency is coding and doing all this stuff, and it's not being a CEO. So who knows where Instagram would have been had Facebook not stepped in and purchased them. For all we know, they could be bankrupt because they don't have a business model and they go out of business. So, I mean, there are advantages and disadvantages. Of course, I am not in love with Facebook whatsoever. And so I feel like they could die in a fire and it'd be fine with me. I really want to live in a world where the services that we know and love stay the same forever, <laughs> but that is not scalable and it's not really practical. And so we just have to get used to this idea that a service is going to come in, we're going to like it, we're going to ride the wave, and in a couple of years it's going to peak and then you go away and we find a new service. It's just something that we have yes. to do. The circle of life. Amanada. Uh, quick, another Amazon story. They've actually, it was released that they're planting fake packages in delivery trucks to catch drivers. <laughs> yeah. So what, what's in these packages? Some type of like sensors so, and cameras. So they or what? said these ones, they were actually sometimes just empty, which doesn't make sense to me. You've got to have some weight, but this specific system was to catch drivers because if they go to scan a package and it doesn't come up right in the system, it says there's an error, please return to distribution. Well, you can't really track that. So it kind of gets lost in the system. Amazon has 
probably hundreds of different ways to catch theft. Every mm-hmm. business deals with loss, with theft. And so Amazon, obviously, just with the sheer number of people that are delivering their packages, all this stuff, they doing these boxes to catch the drivers, not for the porch pirates and all that yeah. stuff. It's to help their logistics to flow better. Flow better so that if there's a package, you scan it and it says, well, return this to the thing. And there's a hole in the system where if they didn't return it, there wasn't really a way to like, figure that out. Who would so, know? Who would know? So they might just keep that if they think it's something they need. So uh, it's kind of an interesting thing, but it just shows you it's one thing, you know, like at Target, the security and stuff that you don't see. They're walking mm-hmm. around watching stuff. All these companies have to find that security balance. Like we find the security balance on computers yeah. to see, okay, we're going to try this out and see what happens here. See if we can find out if there's some bad eggs out there or what causes people to feel like they should steal from us, Mm -hmm. uh, which should make it a better experience in the end to us because we're not having to pay for all that loss to Amazon and they just have a smoother running business and you get your stuff when you want it. Very interesting. Uh, I got a couple not news stories. Have you heard about Beautygate and Chargegate? You know, as soon as I heard about these things, they seem to have gone away. Yes. Uh, Having a busy couple weeks that coincides right with the new iPhone announcements. I, I've missed a lot of news. And so I heard about them. I checked into them. I watched a couple videos where they were refuted and I was like, I'm done. So yeah. give a, get us up to speed on what they are. Okay. So Beautygate is basically the new iPhone S's that the selfie camera does way too much smoothing. You see this, you can tell on Facebook, somebody's trying to be sneaky and they post a selfie and it like looks like a cartoon because it's done yes. all these fil- like they Snapchat. They use Snapchat. Yes. Oh, I hate those. I have a... Uh, niece that every picture she posts yeah. is with these filters. Yes. And so a lot of people are saying that the selfie camera on the 10s. Uh, I saw something this morning briefly that was talking about the fact that Apple says they're just doing smoothing. So it's a better, trying to do a better picture. But people are like, oh, this camera's broken. They need to replace it. No, they can update this in software. It's just processing to make it look a better picture. They can adjust. And how all much. the pictures I've seen, the biggest culprit, I think, of why people are seen this is that it handles lighting differently it smooths the lighting from a harsh uh highlight on your face to a dark shadow it smooths that out yeah. with it with its hdr or its high dynamic range and it does look different we're not used to seeing yeah. photos yeah. like that yeah and so when people when it comes back to people are like this is not real it's just doing a super incredible job of balancing the lighting on your face. And so it does look a little interesting. Yes, but- I did some tests on it. I, I need to look at them closely and see how much of a difference. But as with everything, things get blown out of the water and Apple can easily fix it. Yeah, it's definitely a software issue. It's an yeah. aggressive HDR implementation. And the second one is ChargeGate, uh, where I've watched some videos on this and it talks about several iPhone XSs for whatever reason, when you first plug them into a charging on a table or whatever, they don't start charging. Sometimes you have to wake up the screen. Sometimes they don't start at all. The test I saw said it was with an official Apple cable because if it's not an official Apple cable, then all bets are off. Yeah, all yeah. bets are off. Um, but I think this has something to do with they've got some new security settings for USB accessories being plugged in to keep it so that somebody can't plug a, one of these police devices into your phone and take all your data off there. Yep. And so I think it's either a bug or a feature of this mm-hmm. security thing where it's because that's turned on, it's not able to charge my phone. I'm not having any problems with it. I tested it out. Here's a real world example that may come to fruition. 
in my home, I have a couple of charging wall outlets that have built-in USB ports in them. Yes. I might take my authorized, authentic, original Apple cable and plug it into that socket and then plug it into my phone. Well, the phone might report that the device that the cable is plugged into is unknown or from some weird manufacturers flagged in some way. And it has the capability to say, nope, I'm not going to allow any power. I'm not going to allow any data to come out of this charging port. So, I mean, if you've got a third party or a really cheap knockoff uh, USB adapter, this is completely believable that the phone is restricting that. I would love to see someone show that they're using an Apple charger with an Apple cable that this is happening yeah. to. I yeah. bet it's not happening. And if there is an issue that's hardware related, Apple will take care of it. That's the thing. Yeah. You know, they're just they trying to fix get this these, in software too. This link bait of, you know, oh, this big sham Apple's horrible. And it's like, it, like you said, it's gone away because it's not a real issue. And that's why I call it not news. Our security story of the week. Uh, speaking of Facebook, there's a security issue that affected 50 million accounts, which is probably yeah. more than that. We'll find out in weeks to <laughs> it's come. It's probably two trillion. Yes. There was some weird thing about tokens and how it saves in your computer. Yeah. I didn't see that somebody could randomly, if it needed to be on your computer, that they could kind of get access or if they could just randomly do it. It seemed like randomly Facebook's taken care of it. We'll probably hear more. I've linked to the official Facebook statement on it, uh, but it would give people access to your Facebook account, which is not a good thing. It's not good. Um, yeah, people could do nefarious things with that. But I mean, the probability of a random person being able to do this is very low. Yeah. But if you're an experienced hacker, which these people were... Intentional. You can, yeah, intentional. You could take advantage of this, steal information or access people's accounts. Now, what are you going to do with 50 million access to 50 million accounts? I suppose you could share a bunch of articles for a product that you sell. Yeah. I mean, there's some things that you could do to maybe earn some money or something through this, but it sounds like Facebook is done the necessary steps to plug the hole and to make it right with those accounts that were affected. But it just goes to show you we need to keep our password secure. Yes. We need to – what's your back say? One backup is none backup. Back up your data. And th I'll make it easy for you. Just don't use Facebook. <laughs> there you go. Wrong. Our bonus odd take of the week. This makes for horrible – podcast. Uh, but go check the link in the show notes. It's uh, from the 50s, 60s, 70s, yeah. these declassified NSA, the security agency posters or administration, whatever their name is. The NSA, these posters where they kind of use these pop culture memes. These are memes of old yesteryear uh, where <laughs> so bizarre. some of them are really bizarre, but it, you do have to realize that this was 50, 60 years ago and things were different then, uh, but kind of some movie themes or classic TV shows with some weird security statements on them. Well, it's a pretty funny, fun look. The article and then at the bottom of the article, it gives you the full list of all of the different ones. It's interesting that it's coming from the NSA and uh, we get a little peek behind the curtain of what might be hanging on the wall. The posters in the wall. Yeah, there's the John Travolta from from Saturday Night Fever, and it says, security fever, catch it. <laughs> it's so lame. <laughs> oh, man. It's it's what the NSA would do for memes. Yes. It's like dad memes or something like that. But yeah, go check it out. You'll get a good laugh out of those. It's funny. Uh, you will we'll not get a good laugh out of our picks of the week. So you accused me last week or a couple weeks ago of not being on my my game oh, for yeah. games. Yeah. Can I say that? Not being on my game for games. 
Uh, so I went out and I went to the app store on iOS and I'm like, I'm going to get me some games to play. And I came across this one. It's a pretty simple game, but it captivated me by the way that it looks and feels. It's easy for me to use the terminology. It's very fluid. What is this game? It's Super Starfish. Have you ever heard of Super Starfish? Uh, I have not. Well, Super Starfish is a game about a fish by Protostar. I'm turning it on right now. It's very interesting. You control a fish, a cosmic fish, as he floats through the cosmos, dodging planets, laser beams. And the goal is to try to get as far as you can to collect as many stars as you can, which gives you your points. Uh, Also to collect seashells, which is a currency to do various upgrades. And then there is an purchased uh, in-game item, which are these crystals or something that can unlock various things. But you can play for hours and hours and hours without ever having to pay anything. But what struck me is that the aesthetic of the game is very similar to an old iPhone app that I used to have. And I think it's called Autodesk Fluid or something like that. And it was just this little toy that you could play around with, like smoke and fluid dynamics Mm, and stuff. mm. And it seems like they are implementing 100% of this. I'll show you here real quick, Nate, what it's like. So at the crux of this game, you were this nice little fish and the controls are awesome. You can slide back and forth. It moves your fish left and right. But every element on the screen has kind of this smoky fluid that is coming off of it. And just the physics and the real-time implementation of this vapor is so cool to look at. Oh, yeah. that's. uh... I mean, it's stunning. And the gameplay is very fluid, and it's simple to pick up. And, you know, I could see myself getting bored after a while, but it's got a lot of new levels and different challenges that you have to do to keep you coming back. So I'm just going to recommend that you guys go out and get this. It's called Super Starfish. It's free to download, and it's a lot of fun. But the visuals are stunning. That's all I can say. Very cool. I'm downloading it as we speak because that's what I need in another game. Well, my pick of the week, you might be saying – you guys talk about this all the time. Well, I checked, and it has not been a pick of the week. Oh, wow. And I have a particular reason to pick it this week. It is a product, Apple AirPods. I've heard of these. Yes. Uh, we've talked. We did a review. Jared and Chelsea helped uh, the written review. I'll link to that in the show notes. I bought them day one. You bought them shortly after. Yep. And I figured it out yesterday. 650 days. Oh. I have owned my AirPods. Okay. And eight plus hours a day average that I probably use them. You hit those things hard. And one at a time. I always have 99% of the time I only have one in at a time. So I guess yeah. you could cut that in half. Yeah, but, but you cycle from left to right, left to right. All day. They came out shortly after we had our daughter and having wired headphones and navigating a infant yep. was a nightmare. It's a difficult. IT work, carrying stuff, running into stuff, getting it caught on stuff. Not a thing that you're super into, but even exercising, the cables and pulling on stuff. Yeah. And the AirPods, without the cords, they stay in better than the normal ones Mm because that's where a lot of that problem came from. Uh, Well, mine, the battery, I had mentioned the batteries were just shot. We were talking on the phone one day and it like both of them died within our (laughs) phone call. And they just weren't connecting very well. They were having yeah. some issues. They have super tiny batteries. Yes. Yeah. And after 650 days and how many charges, mm-hmm. those you've batteries hit, are just going to get worn out. You've hit the limit. Typical batteries go what? Like 500 charge cycles? Something like that. And you've you've more than got that. More than that. So 
I you actually yeah. bought me some, thank you again <laughs> for welcome. buying me some new yes. AirPods. I did some research and I was looking around. They're $159 at Apple. Yeah. Uh and on Amazon they were $144. Amazon Prime, but it was like a week delay, and it's like, yeah. well, if I'm going to buy them, I'd rather have them now. And you were going to Costco, and they have them for 140 dollars at Costco. Yeah, and and you gave you paid me back. Yes, but yes, I picked a, a set up for you and delivered it into your home. I should have worked that into the price a little bit. Yeah, doing. Oh. But um, yeah, if you're looking to get them. You don't have to pay full retail. Yeah. They're under retail by 10 or $20, just depending where you look. But if you're a Costco member, go in and get them. There's really no reason to. Every person I've ever heard talk about the AirPods in person or on podcasts or whatever, they're like, well, I was kind of skeptical, but oh, they're just so convenient. Yeah. They don't sound the best. They're not the best for this. They're not the best for that. But for what they do, they're brilliant. And that couldn't be closer to the truth. Yes. And- I don't know if it was because my old ones are so worn out or if they've made some tiny changes. The sound quality, these people are wearing 2000. It's like that Verge story where yeah. the, their audio expert Vlad. after a year and a half tried them out and was like, <laughs> these things are really great. And it's like, yes, everybody has told you that already. Yeah. Uh, the audio quality, having a fresh pair, man, it's great. And just the battery life already, I am the holistic cost. For me, just made sense with as much as I use them. Now, if you're going to use them once a week when you travel, uh, you could get by with not having a great battery or just wired ones. But if you use headphones, if you listen to podcasts, that stuff, get yourself some stinking AirPods. Because, I mean, if you think about that, if they've lasted me 650 days with the use that I've done, I mean, if you do the math, it works out to 24 cents a day that I paid for my AirPods. And I was thinking there's a lot of people that be like, oh, why do you need to spend more money on those? Okay, when was the last time you bought a pair of shoes? Do you mm-hmm. keep wearing them even though when they're worn out or falling apart? No. You need shoes. You if you're a shoes. runner, you have your Nikes. Oh, yeah. You get new every, gear. Every four weeks, runners are going through shoes. Or this sometimes, is my gear. Yeah. They, sometimes they do it more often than that. Yeah. So AirPods, again, I finally officially made them a pick of the week. If you don't have them, Christmas is coming up. Ask for them. They are worth the money. Everything mm-hmm. I read, uh, there's nothing else out on the market right now. Now, there is a rumor that new ones could be coming. Yeah. Um, and so I was waiting till after the September event. They didn't release anything. One of the things at Costco, you have 90-day return policy. That's true. So if they come out with new ones, I could take them back and get the new ones. But I just couldn't wait any longer. Hey, it's it's a tool that yeah. you use. You needed I, it. You got I don't it. have to explain myself. It was so worth it. Yep. Uh, and if you don't believe me, then you have tried AirPods. Uh, so, which brings us to what everybody's been trying lately. The end of the podcast. Not Nerd iTunes Reviews. Oh, yes. How could I forget? Our iTunes Review of the Week. Last week, we had Entertaining and Informative from Roland Daggett. This week, we have another five-star review. What? Another five-star review? Titled, A Gem! Exclamation point. (laughs) Sounds like something I would say, but I already did my review. (laughs) Yeah. The review says... Was looking for a fresh new tech podcast, and boy, did I hit the jackpot. These two guys are hilarious. The topics are relatable and interesting, and the quality is top-notch. Keep up the good work, guys. Is this your mom? <laughs> Unless my mom's username is Grim 508 it is not my mom. That is a great review. Thank you. That's, yes. That's exactly what we're shooting for, having a great tech podcast that's fun pertinent to what's going on in your life, the technology you use. Uh, so thank you very much for that review, Grim 
888-508-508. Thank you. And if you want to get your review, we will eventually get caught up on them. Go to iTunes uh, or the podcast app. Go to Not Nerd. Leave us a review. It helps us out. Another way you can help out, go to Amazon.NotNerd.com. Mm-hmm. We get a little affiliate fee if you just do your regular Amazon shopping through there. Plenty of great stuff on it. Go buy yourself some AirPods. We get a couple bucks back. You save 15 bucks off the retail price. Go buy a car, uh, a server, yes. a farm, yes. whatever, you know, whatever, ten or $20,000 worth of stuff. Yes. Use that affiliate link. We'll get a tiny little kickback on that. I love to see it. Like it. And with that, get out there and tech better. I'm doing some math. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to do the math of 650 times well, 8, which would be 485, no. 54.